Welcome to Queener Lax, Lax and Poetic. I'm your host, Bryce Queener. We're going to talk all things Lax on this show with some of the greatest personalities in the sport. Be sure to check out our sponsor, QueenerLax.com, for swag, camps, and clinics. Got questions? Want to hear something? Get in our DMs, at QueenerLax. Hey, thanks for listening. And remember, ABC, always be cradling. To the Queener Lax podcast, Lax and Poetic, we're going to do our first, like, instant analysis since the tournament, uh, the bubble, which was both PLL and MLL. Um, glad, to, glad I didn't go skiing. I got the invite to Vail, but but uh, had some had some things to do work wise, and so didn't go. And um, then this news jumps across our lap. So PLL MLL merger. Wow, wow, okay, um, wow. Okay, so when I guess I'll just start with when you know people knew about the PLL for a while that was going to happen before it was even big news so that was you know I'm a, I'm just it's been embedded in me since I was little you know I've been on great teams you're loyal to your team so I was loyal from the beginning to the MLL I played in the MLL I had no interest in being part of a league that didn't exist anymore I really enjoyed what that league did for me um, personally professionally um, a lot of amazing things. We'll touch on that in a minute, but I, I got a lot of love for the MLL. I never liked people hating on it. I, I just, but, you know, I jumped really big into the PLL bandwagon quick. You know, obviously I have a lot of friends in the league, my brother's in the league. So I got a lot of inside Intel and just watching it. I mean, clearly let's start with the pros of this, of this uh, merger. You know, clearly the PLL is the best league. You know, I've been trying real hard not to say that, uh, because there are some of the best players in the world in the MLL, Lyle Thompson. Um, you know, the Denver Outlaws team two years ago when they had Zach Courier and, and Chris Gucci and, and they were still dominant. So, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just clearly every best player was in the PLL, but they had 95% of the best players. Um, they've treated players a lot better. I mean, that's the big thing coming out. Obviously right away, the salaries, the benefits, um, the ownership in the league, but, but just the little things, like what I was hearing was like, the travel was way better. The hotels were better. The food was better. Um, by far and away on TV, it's been better. And everybody loves the way NBC's broadcast of the game. We're on NBC. So that's been way better. Um, PL is exciting. You know, you pay these guys more money and you make a little bit more incentivized to want to stay in this league. I don't want to see because my big thing with the MLL always is, is people want to dog it like they do the NBA at times and be like, guys don't play defense. And you're like, no, they're just really good. I mean, unless you've been on that field, you don't realize how hard people are playing and how good people are. So, but I do think the PLL raised the bar. So the PLL has got a little bit more of excitement factor to it. The MLL has been around 20 years. People didn't take to it necessarily like we wanted them to. The lacrosse purists, which I can't stand that term, were really those people sometimes that don't support pro lacrosse because it is huge in our growth. We need it. Um, and another pro, two leagues was not viable, but it was more fun than I ever would have imagined. Like I really enjoyed the double bubble. Double bubble this year um, was so much fun, but um not a lot of cons, right? So this is, you know, clearly Joe Sai is involved in the PLL and, and, and 
Um, if you've watched anything, unless you're living on a rock lacrosse wise, the guy owns the Brooklyn Nets, the San Diego Seals, um, do a lot for lacrosse, do a lot for yellow lacrosse. So having him around is huge. So uh, we do not want the PLL to fail. Uh, we don't want any league to fail. So bringing them together is great. I did not love the bickering back and forth online, which leaks better, which one, blah, blah, blah. So really cool. Um, the cons, you know, in, in my opinion, are taking jobs away. That's tough. But how long was it going to stick around? I had a really, you know, well-respected coach and former pro player tell me two years ago, that, hey, they're going to stick around for, for a while because the MLL is still getting fans. Um, so, you know, that was exciting to me. I was seeing a lot of guys that um, hadn't really heard of that. One, one of the things about pro lacrosse, one of the challenges I think it still faces is the, the evaluation process is still very much, what did you do in college? Um, do you live in this area? I do not think necessarily some great, let's just say players are getting overlooked. So that was one nice thing about the MLL because uh, players can get better. And just because you played for, a, you know, a boring college system or whatever, didn't fit your style, doesn't mean that's who you are. And you see it in every other pro league. So I think that's what the MLL was really doing these last two years was giving a lot of guys the chance to prove that they could really ball out on the pro level. Uh, I use my cousin Bradley Voigt as an example. Uh, you know, he gets put into Dallas two years ago and scores that around the world goal. And people are like, who likes this guy? Look at Ryan Lee this year, uh, RIT guy. And people are like, who, how did people not know about Ryan Lee? Um, you know, and the Archers will we'll throw a PLL team in there. They, they got Josh Courier, um, who played at Virginia Wesleyan. So, you know, there's guys out there that I still think teams are always missing on because there's not a great training camp set up. There's not a great free agent process set up. So a lot of it's like guys living off of what they did before. Um, so the less opportunities, the big con, and a lot of people are tweeting about it right now. Um, I think as you, as they merge and they announce one more team, so two years, two new teams for the PLL. So I don't think they're done, right? So I think it's a short-term loss, hopefully long, long-term gain. Um, another con that I'm going to say is the tour-based model. I don't love it. You know, living in Denver right now, one of the things I was most excited about moving here was I was like, man, like all my former Hill Academy guys I coached and my, my brother and my cousins and Donnie Moss, all these guys, you know, I want to say guys I used to play with, but they're starting to all be done too. Um, but I, I really like them visiting a city and a city like Denver, a city like Boston, you know, they have, they, they have been used to having a team and want a team. So I hope the PLL eventually moves away from a tour based model. I don't like it. Um, I think the players kind of like it, but not if you live in a city, cause then you got like, you're, you're, you're like, if you live in Denver, now you got 12 away games. You never have, you never have a home game. So um, that, that's a con for me, but the pros far outweigh the cons. Um, one more I'll throw in there. And I kind of was just talking about it with the, with the less opportunities. You know, everybody wants to say the PLS had the best players. They still got some guys around that I could argue guys in the MLL are better than. So um, I'm very interested to see if we're still going to, um, value guys based on what they used to do or what they're doing now. And cause that's what pro sports is supposed to be. Not how many Instagram followers you have. What are you doing now? Like, I don't care what you did 15 years ago. 
Um, that's what pro sports are. Um, and I still think we need to take the next step on that. Um, goodbye, Steinfeld Cup. Never got to win one. Really thought I'd get one. <laughs> Lost by one in the finals. Um, thought I'd maybe sneak in as a coach someday and get one that way. But, hey, I don't know what the PLL championship's called, but um, that's the new one. Let's get it, whatever that cup is or, or crown or what is it. I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. My bad. Um, what's next? What is next? So now we merged. Um, first of all, we all got to get behind it. I can't see why people wouldn't other than the one thing I said about, um, you know, some people, you know, at first we're going to lose some jobs, coaches, GMs, presidents, players. Um, how do we get those back? Because that stinks. Um, but I, I really think it's going to be uh, a net gain in the long run because the PLOs has been better. And, and the one thing that was real tough the, the MLL tried after, but it was frustrating to watch um, them try so hard just because somebody was competing when they were kind of resting on their laurels for a while. I, again, I love the MLL. I'm not one of those anti-MLL guys. Um, you know, when we were growing up, it was straight up like you can't play pro lacrosse. So having the ability to do it was amazing. Um, we got to get behind the league now. It's just the league. Um my big thing, though, what's next? This is one that I've been wondering about for a while. And Rabels, without, you know, rapid, how, how much they want, they want everything, right? They're not, they're not resting on their laurels. Um, so I think, here's a prediction for you. The PLL is either going to try to merge with the NLL because there's got to be some sort of symbiotic relationship between these leagues. Like, we cannot have the overlap problems, or, or, or like I just mentioned about some guys, and I'm not naming names because I've decided a long time ago, we're staying positive on the show, but some guys don't really deserve to be on the field anymore versus other guys. So, but when we don't have half the league because they're playing in another league, that's terrible. Um, the MLL, that really um, hurt the MLL a lot of years. So I think, because what, the PLL has been doing is letting you be a full-time professional lacrosse player. Thank you so much, PLL. Um, I think they're going to start their own indoor league soon. Um, that's my prediction, but, or merge with the NLL. It needs to happen though. Um, and the other thing I want to see, because, well, I'll just talk about that for a second. So my big prediction, PLL's next move is to have their own indoor league. Um, why not? All these indoor arenas need, need fans. And, and my big gripe with the NLL over the years, um, when we grew up watching the Nighthawks, there was American players in the league. Now it's like 95% Canadian. And we get it. You're better at box. You play box longer. But you cannot tell me that the best country in lacrosse cannot field some pro box players. Get out of here. Like, um, I can do a whole podcast about that. It is the least coached sport of all time. All they do is run out there and shoot. Um, it is so fun to play, but there is, there is this voodoo around like box coaching. It, <laughs> I played in training camps and in senior A and in senior B for some of the greatest ever. I was never taught a thing. So, and, and that's just, it is what it is. Like, it's a fun game. It's very interesting, but there is little to no coaching going on. I'm going to take a lot of heat for saying that. Oh, well, I guess if you got a podcast, it's going to happen. Come at me. I'm, a, I'm on Twitter at CoachQ88. Um, the next thing I want to see, 
is a, a, some sort of women's pro league with the men's pro league. I've said forever, it's a family sport, um, more so than a lot of sports. And I think we're missing out there. Um, tough timing because the women's league um, just, or the, there's a new women's pro league. So, but you know, they've had three in the last couple of years. So I think there's a big market there uh, because I know what the PLL has done and it, it, they're going after camp money. They're going after, like, they're going to do it all. They're not, I mean, they're selling $75 practice jerseys. They're not just going to stay pat. Like these guys are aggressive and, and smart and good job. Like keep it up, keep pushing the envelope. I'm not chirping. I'm just pointing out what's happening. Um, so that's what I want next. I want PLL to start an indoor league and I want them to start a women's league. I want it all. Uh, let's be under one roof. And I want to close it out with thanking the MLL uh, so much. Like I mentioned, you know, growing up, did not think it was a possibility. I distinctly remember when the league was announced, um, talking with my brother, Brett, and being like, let's play in that league someday together. Um, I made it, then had a, a knee injury. You know, then he made it and I was out. We got to come back together and play. Uh, our first game together was against the Bayhawks in at Navy Stadium, whatever they call it. Um, it was really fun. I mean, got to play pro with Reggie Thorpe, who I grew up watching. Um, Pete Millam and one of my good friends, Chris Schiller, John Grant Jr., uh, Casey Powell, Gary Gate was a coach of mine, Coach Hobart, my high school football and lacrosse coach, got to be my pro coach. I mean, Dana Wilbur from Penyan, we had three PY guys on the same team one year, and Coach Hobart, Donnie Moss, can't forget Donnie Moss ever. Um, I'm forgetting a lot of people, but the the amount of people that you get to meet and play with. And so thank you so much, MLL, for doing this for 20 years. And thanks, PLL, for taking it and running with it. And, and this is a big day for lacrosse. Huge day. Exciting news. Um, hope you enjoyed the analysis. Check out all the pages. Um, see you guys later. ABC, always be cradling.